Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is another dose of Medicine Moi. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. Now, this is going to be a little bit different because what I'm going to be sharing is a video of a church service that I did. I assist with a virtual church, and it's the Universal Church of the Master, of which I am president. And one of our charters, the Center for Creative Living, holds virtual church services that I do the editing for, and they asked me to speak. So what I wanted to share was the talk that I gave. And, you know, for no hat for that, but it was a message that I felt was really important. And I think that it's something that could be of a lot of value. So rather than to try to repeat it, because most of the time when I talk, it's just sort of free form. So I wanted to share that. So um, enjoy, please. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns afterwards, you can leave them in the comments section. You can reach me through any of the links that are um, listed in the description. And you can also reach me by my email address, which is also in the description. So enjoy and take care well good morning everyone i'm reverend dr eileen augustine and it is my pleasure to be the president of the universal church of the master as well as being the speaker this morning and um, for those of you in the community who you know are aware of it um Yes, we did have rain, and that is not a good sign, and we're expected to have more. So uh, for those who are concerned, first off, thank you so much. I really appreciate your prayers and your support during this time, and all of you who you know offered to help me with things, thank you so very much. My car is packed. And I am ready to leave at a moment's notice. All I have to do is grab my desktop computer and put it in my car. Everything else is in there. So I grab the computer, grab the cat, and and I do have a, a very safe place that I'll be going if that becomes necessary. So again, thank you for all of your good wishes. And you know, we'll just have to see what happens. And we'll have to see how things go. And I've kind of been on a particular journey around all of what I've dealt with in 2020. And I understand that a lot of people have dealt with a lot of different things. And if, you know, this has really weighed a lot on you, I'm sorry. And I hope that, you know, this process has been gentle as it could be. And please understand that it is not so much about the moment we're in, but what we have the ability to learn from it. And there's been a lot to learn from 2020. And I think that it has also pushed us to a place where we have to acknowledge that, well, as my saying goes, life is fun until it isn't, and it sucks until it doesn't. And that's kind of what I wanted to address. I came across a um, 2017 uh, experiment that was uh, published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology. 
and it was fascinating because it talked about asking people to, you know, one group was asked to just do their best to remain positive, no matter what the stimulus, no matter what was going on, but just to stay as positive as they could. And another group was told to, you know, if they felt angry, to express anger, if they felt fear, to express fear, and just to, you know, really kind of go there. And so their stress levels were measured. And at the end of the experiment, the stress levels were measured again. And the people who expressed their feelings, that if they felt anger, they expressed it, if they felt fear, they expressed it, their stress levels were lower than the ones who were told to remain positive. And it's a fairly extensive study, but, you know, it just kind of opened the door. And I really look forward to hearing more about these studies. What it opened the door for was the idea that if we are not in alignment with what it is we are authentically feeling, then what happens is we create stress in the system. I believe that our systems are designed for authenticity. And when we step out of that, for the most part, it creates a disruption. It creates, you know, that feeling in the pit of our stomach. Um, you know, when, you know, that kind of a tell when somebody has done something that they know they shouldn't have done or responded in a way they know they shouldn't have. And if they're carrying that inside of them, you can tell when somebody is stressing about that. You know, I remember when dealing with my kids and children are amazing because they have, there is a certain, uh, yes, children can spin a yarn just as well as everyone else, and they're not really as good at it as they think they are. And how you can look at a child and know, it's like, what have you done? Especially mothers, when you know you look at your child and just by the way they look at you, you know that something has gone on. You know that <laughs> you may not know what it is, but you know that they know they shouldn't have done it. And I believe that that authenticity instinct is in each and every one of us. And it can be especially powerful when we're not being authentic with ourselves. Ultimately, we cannot lie to ourselves. Our bodies will not allow it. We will experience physical symptoms, physical stresses, and... I personally believe that there's a very strong energetic connection between the body, the mind, and the spirit. And in some cases, I have found as a chiropractor that if someone's neck adjustments are not holding, we have a conversation about that maybe they're not expressing their truth, that maybe they're not telling their truth to someone. And while they may have a very good reason for not doing it, it's still not in alignment with the authenticity of of what they're feeling and oddly enough after we have a discussion and the person speaks their truth suddenly their neck adjustments will be much more successful and will hold so i believe that the body responds to the things that we're going through emotionally and you know i was told once by a medicine man that the body will cry the tears that the eyes don't. So when we are not in 
our truth regarding our, you know, maybe the pain we're feeling, maybe the sadness we're feeling, maybe the anger we're feeling, then something isn't going to be right in the system. Something will reveal it. It will reveal itself in one way or another, whether in the person's temperament, in their digestion, in, you know, their just in general, how they feel. So this also relates to the term radical acceptance, which has to do with the idea that, yes, this moment sucks. Yes, this is unfair. Yes, this shouldn't be happening. Yes, I hate this. To allow all of those to be true and still be able to say, and this is what I've got to work with right now. This is the reality of the situation. Nobody ever said we had to like it. And it's okay to say, this is a lousy situation. Now, that being the first step to being able to solve a problem is to identify that the problem exists. If we don't identify that the problem exists, if we try to tell ourselves that, you know, nope, it's okay, it's okay, when it's not okay. And sometimes it's really not okay. Now, the reverse can apply. I was speaking to somebody up here who felt very upset and they were very stressed out and they were kind of being a little bit short-tempered. So I asked what was going on. And through our conversation, it ultimately came out that they had actually a really good year. You know, 2020 was actually a good year for them. And when they tried to express that to someone, they were shut down and in fact told that they should feel bad for what it was that they were feeling because so many other people were suffering that it was terrible for them to even consider sharing a good thing. And so it backed up. They began to feel resentful that they couldn't talk about their the good fortune that they had had. And it manifested in other aspects of their behavior. So I acknowledged that person. I, I invited them to tell me about all the good stuff. And as they did, I could see their bodies relaxing. I could see the stress going out. And when they finished, they were almost in tears. They said, I have been holding on to that so long. It's so nice to be able to tell someone and to have it be okay. So whether it's something good that we want to share that maybe we don't feel that it's okay because of what other people may think about it or what other people are going through, I mean, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, we should be sharing all the good news we can. So if somebody is doing well, if something has happened really well in their life, I definitely would love to know about it. And this also comes into that place of faith because this has been a very hard year and I've had several conversations about how can, how can a creator who loves us you know, be involved in this? Why are we being punished? What is this all about? And that can be a very tricky question to answer because it's not just as simple as saying, well, you know, just trust that God loves you. Trust that God knows what they're doing. Okay, maybe that's really hard right in that moment. And to tell someone to trust in something that is not demonstrating itself 
you know, because the answer, the question that would follow that would be why? Well, just because. Nope, that's not going to work. A part of faith is accepting that it's okay to be mad at creator. And it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to question. And I find when people are invited to, to explore that, to go, to go to that place of frustration, of, of anger, of fear, because usually anger and, and frustration and all of those things, if you peel it back, underneath is fear. Underneath is that, you know, the insecurity of have I been abandoned? Am I alone in this? And when somebody is in fear, it's, I find it best to just simply allow them to express it, to let them talk about their anger until they can kind of peel back those layers and feel safe enough to admit what it is that they're afraid of. And then from there, you know, it's just like, as I said, you can't identify a problem until it's acknowledged that there is a problem. So, how do we be real? How do we balance being in a place of acceptance and saying, well, I don't know how, but I know it'll work. We can just do our best. And I trust that I'm going to be okay. Or if I'm not okay in what I define as okay, that I trust that Creator has a plan and that it will ultimately serve me. That being balanced with, this sucks, this is not fair, I hate this, and I don't deserve this. And being able to help someone realize, well, all of that is absolutely true and absolutely valid. And it is what it is. The situation is as it is. And for whatever reason, that's what's happened. And that can be kind of tough. And I find that if I can be able to express that I am not in my happy place. And I have had that conversation more than once with Creator. And I will sit there and go, this sucks. And I hear that little whisper going, I know. This isn't fair. I know. I don't deserve this. I know. Well, you know, what are you going to do about it? being worked on. I hate this. I know. But do you trust me? Do you trust that I will see you through this, that I would never leave you alone? If you're willing to trust me a little bit further, you'll understand. And I usually go, well, yes, I trust you. But it still sucks. And I hear that little whisper kind of smile and go, duly noted. Now let's get to work. Once we can go into that place of knowing that it sucks, and at the same time knowing that we're not alone, 
like any good parent who has to say no sometimes and the child doesn't understand whether it's being given you know a cold medicine that they don't want to take or staying in bed when they're not you know when they're sick when they want to go outside and play or maybe it's that they really 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 want something that isn't good for them they don't understand knowing that mommy and as a parent we have to just say look you're just gonna have to trust me on this i know what's best and we'll do this together and you you kind of need to trust me and and i'm a firm believer in explaining as much as possible you know even to children because it's good for them to understand but sometimes it's just sorry we can't do this this isn't a good idea and yeah they get mad and they rail and it's not fair and we understand and we don't get mad at them we don't abandon them and i believe that creator is exactly the same way creator understands that we're going to get upset and in fact i believe things will be brought into our lives that we can be upset about because what that does is it allows us to learn how to honestly and authentically deal with being upset it allows us to grow in our ability to understand that sometimes things just aren't going to happen the way we choose them to and that we learn that it's okay the world doesn't end if we're mad at creator creator's not going to go anywhere so that we can be authentic so that we can learn not only to be authentic with ourselves but authentic with one another because that's a very very important thing for us to be able to learn is to be authentic with one another if there's someone who neat feels they are not happy with something about me and that they need to tell me about it that you know maybe it's something that i'm not noticing maybe it's something you know because i'm dealing with something in here and maybe i'm not responding in the way i normally would or maybe they're seeing that i'm not handling things as well as i could be and that came up recently and someone who cares very very much about me had to let me know and in fact a couple of people had to let me know we know you're not okay and i know that they did not want to tell me that i know that they could have just said nothing and it it's sort of like you know if, if somebody walks out of the restroom with toilet paper on their shoe and you know somebody sees it and doesn't tell the person and it's like well why didn't you tell me well i didn't want to embarrass you i didn't want you to feel bad It's like, well, how did that work? I just walked in front of a whole group of people with toilet paper on my shoe. So even if it's something that we may not want to hear in that moment, if it's coming from a place of love, if it is coming from a place of concern, then it is something we need to hear. And I consider it probably one of the greatest acts of love. and respect for someone is to tell them something that they don't want to hear and that you don't want to tell them 
and that you know that they need to hear it. So being able to step up into that authenticity, to be able to say, I understand that hearing this will upset you, but it's how I honestly feel. And I understand that you may be upset with me. Because when I heard, you know, you're not okay, yes, it went into a difficult place for me because first off, I thought I was hiding it very well. And once it was stated to me and I acknowledged it and I began to share, I'm not okay. That's when people started coming up. It's like, well, I noticed that something was off. I noticed that something was wrong. And and sometimes it's hard to share that because, you know, we don't want to hurt people. We don't want them to be uncomfortable. We don't want them to feel self-conscious. And we must be in our truth. We must help others to be in their truth. By not acknowledging I wasn't okay, I was not in my truth. And no matter what story I told myself, it wasn't the truth, and I was hiding from it. Yes, even Dr. Eileen. And to have someone flat out say, you're not okay. And the thing is, I've done that for so many people, and yet it completely went under my radar. And I am exceedingly grateful to have people who care about me so much to be able to let me know when I am not being my authentic self. And even more than that, when I needed help. And, you know, for those who have dealt with someone who maybe has a life pattern that is self-destructive and used to be called tough love, where it's like, no, you're, you're going to hear about this. You're going to hear how your actions have affected us. And it's painful. And nobody likes it on any side. And it is necessary. Because when we are authentic with someone and we show that respect and that love, what it means is, I can trust this person. Because they were willing to do what was necessary to help me even when I didn't know or wasn't willing to acknowledge that I needed help. And sometimes when people are stressed out, when people are in a very difficult situation, that's exactly what they need, is someone to allow them and to give them permission and to support them to be honest with themselves. Because having somebody else pointed out allowed me to stop where I was, to take a breath, and to take a look in the mirror. And I was not happy with what I saw. Because I, what I saw was someone who was not walking their talk. Someone who encouraged everybody else to get real in their feelings, and yet I was not real in mine. And we all do that. We all, you know, justify. And maybe, you know, they say doctors make the worst patients. 
And it's always good to be able to have people in my life, to have a community that will not only say, okay, you know, we need to talk and to be able to hold a safe space for me during that talk. And I'm exceedingly grateful for that. I am coming through um, a very difficult time. And while I'm not totally out of it yet, and honestly, the thought of having to evacuate again has kind of brought up stuff again. You know, and the fact that it's a loss that, you know, I, I'm kind of feeling again. The last time I had to evacuate, it was so sudden. I didn't really think about it. And in my mind, when I left, it was, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll be back. You know, this will only be a few days. And then it turned into more and it was hard. So the idea that, um, you know, it, it's, can be trickier than we think. And we can still have faith, even while we're wondering exactly, if, excuse me, what the heck is going on? So trust. Trust in what you feel. Be real in what you feel. Acknowledge it, because that is the first step of moving through it. There's a reason that the first stage of grief is denial. And whether it's a, you know, a, a, the loss of someone, whether it's a very, very difficult change in our lives, the first thing we want to do is rewrite history to make it be something that is more palatable to us. And maybe, you know, that's sort of a, a kind of a system shock type of thing where it's like, no, you know, fight, flight, or freeze. And so we kind of freeze. And then maybe we fight. You know, there's, there's a reason that the second stage is anger. So, if you're going through something difficult again, I'm sorry. And it's okay to express that it's not okay. Because that's the first step in becoming okay. It is the first step to radical acceptance. You know, it's it, the concept of radical acceptance comes from the Buddhist tradition, which is about finding balance and detaching. You can have an experience, but you don't have to attach to it. And it's not so much the experience, but the story we create in our minds and in our hearts about what that experience means. It's about viewing what we go through without judgment. It is an experience, and it only has the meaning that we give it. So if an experience is unpleasant, if we don't like it, if it is not something that we are <laughs> happy about, it's okay to say so. It is okay to be authentic. It's okay to grieve and be upset, even whether or not anybody else understands why you're grieving. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to be mad at Creator, because Creator understands. And also understands that once we get to the other side of it, we are the ones who won't understand. So be real in what you feel. 
embrace your truth embrace your authenticity and as you go through that embracing we can start to figure out okay how can we recreate this how can we reframe this experience what is the gift in this experience for us what is it that we're meant to learn from this and even if we're not meant to learn anything more then we're strong enough to survive it that we can overcome it that it was never bigger than what we are then we reach acceptance and we can move through and let go of the experience and hold on to the gift that it left behind so thank you so much for being here with me thank you for being a part of this community thank you for all the good thoughts and all the caring thoughts and all the offers and and all the comfort that i have been offered thank you for honestly knowing when i wasn't okay and thank you for giving me the space to work through that and at the whole time surrounding me with love I wish you every possible blessing and I wish you balance from my heart to yours. Love you and take care.